But that's that mentoring experience. And that's what podcasts and that's what we hope our podcast become for people is an opportunity to to almost like a masterclass situation. Because uh, there are teachers out there who, who are rock starring, uh, who understand what it takes to do what we do. But nobody knows who they are. Nobody's heard their voice. No one's, no one's, you know, there's not a camera in every teacher's room capturing all these moments and, and putting them in a file. And you may have never experienced it, and then you may listen to it on a podcast, and then all of a sudden you experience it, and it's like, oh, I remember them saying, okay, this is how you, okay, got it. And even though it may be like, no, nah, I can't do that, but it gives me an idea. It sparks an idea in my mind of what I can do. Good morning, everybody. It's November 1st. Happy November. Um, Monday morning. Still dark driving. By this time next week, it'll be uh, daylight savings, so we will gain that hour in the morning. But unfortunately, we will lose it in the afternoon, so I will go from, excuse me, getting up and going to school in the dark to most days getting home in the dark, which neither one is very great, but. It is what it is. It's where we live. It's going to be winter soon, and, you know, we're going to deal. But um, week number nine of my school year, we do trimesters. So I have four or five. I'd have to look at the calendar. It's the first week in December, so we probably have five more weeks of this trimester. Um, But, you know, all in all, things are... Things are going well. Um, going to start talking about the intersection of government and economics. So I was just going to straight up introduce economics this week and kind of get more into that. But I figure it's a great chance to think about and talk about government um, and kind of tie those other parts of of how society works um, into into this particular um, into this particular discussion we are having. Um, what I've tried to do to start this year is, you know, go over all of the basic parts of a society uh, to gain an understanding of. Um, what makes up a society? I want my kids to have a basic understanding so that when we look at different societies from around the planet um, and throughout history, they can look and see the different parts and see why people are making choices. Uh, Last week, the key kind of point was that for most people in most countries, the economic resources are limited. And because of that, they can't do everything they would want to do and support everything and everyone that they would want to support. Um, And I'm hoping that can lead us kind of into a discussion of governmental priorities and what is the role of government itself. 
Um, today, I think I'm just going to introduce taxes as kind of a way to marry economics and government and just start to ask, you know, what things should the government be responsible for? What should the government do with our taxes? How much should we pay in taxes? You know, and bring up that, you know, philosophy or that question of are people better equipped to know what to do with their money than the government is? And, you know, there's there's plenty of instances where you can look at decisions of how the government has spent taxpayer dollars and really look in and say, was this the right thing? You know, the 2008 crisis would definitely be one of them. Not just in how the government bailed out the banks, but how the government had allowed this system to get as bad as it was in the first place. And, you know, it, I think it's a really interesting discussion. And again, the main thing for me this, this school year with my kids is to make it very utilitarian, to make it very practical, and to make the content something that they can understand and apply to their life. And Hopefully, at some point, it will help them make decisions down the road. Uh, I've been wanting to do one more. Um, another project here, you know, we have two weeks and then... Um, I should say we have three weeks and then we have a two-day week over the, you know, for the Thanksgiving holiday. So, I think I'm going to work for about two weeks with my kids on government and economics and then I think I'm going to go with the um, either a project called there's an app for that which my buddy Ben that I teach with created um, or I'm going to go with the world religions project um, to try to round out the different parts of society and culture But I'm going to see how things go. We have um, three full weeks and then a two-day week for Thanksgiving. And then again, I think we have, you know, three full weeks and a, you know, a two-day week and then the Christmas holiday. So these next, you know, two months are going to go fast. And then I know everybody says that that time between Christmas and spring break is the longest, but we're going to knock it out. We're going to have a good time doing it, and we're going to just keep putting in the work. Um, really happy with the progress I'm making, really happy with the relationships, and just, um, you know, the biggest challenge I've got is I had a student who had to be quarantined for two weeks, and, you know, I haven't seen this particular student in two weeks and it's one of the ones that I had a little bit of a strained relationship with. Um, so I'm hoping that we can get integrated back into the fold and be able to, um, you know, just kind of build something new and be in the position that um, we want.
want to be in as a unit and as a team and that hopefully she'll be happy to be back and ready to keep working so hope everybody has a great day hope you're having a great week wherever you are and whenever you listen what's up everybody it is november 1st in the afternoon i am just on my way home after what was a pretty decent monday um tried to get back to i shouldn't say get back to my expectations because i learned from will and i've been talking to will that it's really important that your expectations are posted um and that your the kids are able to see what your expectations are um so i was very explicit about my expectations um going forward uh with the kids Um, The biggest one that I have and that I wanted to talk with them about is what Wilkie, you know, kind of dubbed respect the learning environment. Um, And it's just a very good, like, broad ranging expectation to just say to kids, don't do anything that takes away from someone else's ability to learn and I feel like I should print that out and really make that explicit um, so that way the kids know I think that's a trap that I get into a lot is I assume that my kids understand exactly what I mean and if I say it then they understand it, which is not necessarily the case and is really making me want to um, print that out and just have that up there to make sure that they are super clear. And yeah, it's just one of those things that I know is a place that I could do better um, is in that space of saying to them like, this is exactly what I mean. And, and I think I lose myself because I think that having clear expectations that are explicit and, you know, posted is the same as having these, this set of rules. Cause that set of rules, um, is, a uh, uh, a list of things they can't do. I want to have a list of things they can do, but even me just thinking about this now wants me to have something, you know, written or examples or do something with them that explains what respecting the learning environment looks like um, and have that list somewhere posted so that way it can be clear to everyone. The clearer your expectations the better off you'll be and it comes back to the point that will makes a lot where he says that the more you can redirect to an expectation the less personal it becomes um kids don't think you're confronting who they are you're just confronting the expectation and and what what you expect them to do and be and i think that's such an important um piece that gets lost even on me when I hear Will say it all the time um you know what what does respecting the environment 
learning environment look like? That that feels like a really good warm up to me. That feels like a really good um, continual conversation to have. Oh boy! Somebody hit a deer. That's unfortunate. Um, it's getting to be that time of year in Wisconsin where you see kind of a lot of deer. Um, that are just running wild. Um, but yeah, it, it's just that point, the clearer the expectation, the less room there is for people to, to, um, misunderstand or skirt the line or whatever you might be. And I'm by no means a disciplinarian, but the more I ask the more I am clear on that expectation, um, the more we talk about what that looks like, um, the better off we'll be. And I think that's a really important piece um, that I'm still learning and still working on and still growing. You know, it's week nine um, of the school year and I'm a little backed up on my grading and I just haven't quite gotten everything taken care of that I wanted to take, get taken care of, but I'm trying to do the best I can. Um, you know, and that brings me to a point that Will always talks about, you know, like do or do not, there is no try. So I'm doing the best I can. Um, now that doesn't mean that I don't think there is room for me to improve. I know there are things that I can do with prioritizing my time. I know there are things I can cut out of my life, like that, that YouTube, um, that stuff can get cut from my life. Um, but it's just that that point of continually growing and, and setting, you know, I need to set expectations for myself, especially with my downtime. Um, I think I just, man, I just, that, that really struck me right there is to set expectations and have explicit written expectations of myself. Uh, of the things you know because I have you know I've tried to make checklists and expectations I'm going to do this and this and that and, and it doesn't it doesn't seem to hit but I think if I can make expectations like I have for my kids and I can respect myself and I gave myself that space and I gave myself those expectations to, to do I think it can really make a huge difference uh, I also had the chance to work with our new teachers this morning, talking a little bit with them about detaching um, in adverse situations. You know, you have a situation where things aren't going well with the kid. Um, I personally have a tendency to get real emotional about it and to, to get really in my feelings about it. Um, and usually when you're in your feelings, you're not super rational. You're not really um, in a position to in a position to think clearly. Um, a lot of times it's that reptilian fight or flight brain. Um, and it's not, that, that part of your brain is not really productive when it comes to relationships and, and doing stuff with kids. Uh, it really uh, is not the most productive thing to do when I just talk with them about how to detach and to, to stop that cycle of emotion and to really, um, you know, let them know that being optimistic is not 
you know, rose-colored glasses or thinking everything is sunshine and rainbows, but it's really being realistic about the situation, but hopeful that there is progress to be, to be made. Um, I've really been, it was really nice to do that. I hadn't really talked to a group of teachers in a hot minute. Um, I was very nervous. I sweat like the whole time, which was very odd for me. Uh, but all in all, it was a really good day. Looking forward. Nice meatloaf. Mom, the meatloaf. We need it now. Kind of nice, which I'm looking forward to. And some TV and just relaxing. Uh, my wife and I have our first anniversary coming up this Sunday. So um, the day that this, the day at, the day this comes out will be the day after our first anniversary. So we're getting out of town for a couple days, which I'm looking forward to. But we're just, you know, we're going to continue to enjoy this time. And I'm just really thankful for where I'm at. I'm really thankful for the opportunities I have and just going to try to continue to capitalize on them and to be more of who I should be and more of who I am. So all in all, I hope everybody's um, good. I hope everybody is enjoying this. And if you ever need anything from me, you're listening to this, hit me up at value adds value at it's Kyle Krieger. Find me. Let me know what I can do to help. Good morning, everyone. The 2nd of November on my way to school. Just set to enjoy the day, I think. Um, Going to continue talking a little bit, introducing taxation as a way to introduce the relationship between government and economics, which is really just a way to introduce government. Um, so really by, you know, Thanksgiving break, I'll have introduced economics, government, um, and culture. I should probably do some physical geography work, you know, specifically soon. Um, but all in all, we're off to a good start to be able to explore throughout know the spring portion of the year different cultures from around the world and have a, a baseline of what makes up a culture um, I think we're in a really nice spot to do that um, and I'm happy with the progress we we're making I was gonna have a quiz on Friday um, I'm not I just don't feel like I'm in a spot where I can rush through to get to that point, um, I think I'm going to postpone it until next week sometime. Um, just simply because um, I kind of feel like it. I just don't. I wanted to give a quiz. So I'm be gone on Friday, and I thought it was something good that the sub could do because I have our in-building sub. Um, I just don't. I don't think that's what I want to do. Um, and I don't know exactly what I'm going to do yet. Give them something to work on. Um, but yesterday, you know, if you have been listening this far uh, on the way home, I just started thinking about how important it is to have explicit, <coughs> excuse me, to have explicit expectations that are written. Um, 
and I was thinking to myself, man, I should really talk more about what respecting the learning environment looks like. So what I want to do in that sense is be able to um, ask my kids in a warm-up today, what are all the things you can do in my class while still respecting the learning environment? And, and try to frame that that conversation um, as the all the things we get to do versus here's what you can't do. I think that always that positive um, affirmation, that positive reinforcement is always better. So that's part of what I want to do with my kids today. Uh, and then I'm. I gave them an article from a couple years ago that was the state of Minnesota's um, basically budget, what everything was going to be spent on. Um, I had them read through it. What I'm going to have them do today is list their top five priorities. And then what I want to do is ask them how those priorities compared to the priorities they had last week when it came to their own personal budgets. Um, and that also reminds me of a question that came from our Socratic last week, where one of the kids in my last period asked me just about out, like, you know, what's the average median household income? And I didn't have an answer. I don't know. That's about, you know, 72,000 and change is the average U S median, um, household income. Um, and once we started talking with the kids, um, and gave it a real dollar amount. And we were under the assumption that $5,000 was like take home pay. It, their priorities became way different than when it was just strictly beans. So I think I wanna loop that into there. So it's gonna be a lot of, of discussion um, and, and kind of a comparison of you know their priorities versus the state's priorities. And you know, really getting them to the point where they're starting to understand that, you know, a state like Minnesota or any other state or a county or a city or a country or whatever it is, is working with finite resources and have to make difficult choices. They have to make difficult choices for how they spend their funds. Um, that doesn't even loop in, you know, a later on discussion this week about taxes you know in a you know 30 years ago world that was the main thing that divided democrats and republicans was high taxes versus low taxes and now that i think about that i think that's something that i want to uh do um with my kids on friday or have my kids do is what i should say uh have my kids do um on Friday is do some type of reading or research and have them write something about, you know, how we tax people and that. But it's really that point of just helping them to see that the decisions that are made by a government, and I'm not trying to make any excuses for any municipality or government, but they are very difficult when you know, even if you're just taking into account, you know, many, 
Minneapolis, you know, Minneapolis, St. Paul is only about a million people total, and they're two separate cities, with just having to make decisions for them, you know, my, my home, um, not my hometown, the town that my wife and I live in, you know, they're struggling to keep school board members, and they're struggling to, um, to, you know, find budgeting for the school, and my wife's my in-laws are going through the same thing, you know, that the schools keep asking for money. And there's all these super complicated issues, but we don't look at them as complicated. We just look at them as, you know, you know, black and white issues where this is good and this is bad. The more I can get my kids to look at nuance of situations, the better. So that's really um, where I'm at so far this week. Uh, things are going pretty well. They're going pretty smooth. I've enjoyed my week uh, so far. Had meatloaf last night, and I wanted to do the, you know, Will Ferrell mom, where's the meatloaf we wanted now. Um, but all in all, things are great. So that's what I'm up to today. Going to get in here. I got to try to get a bunch of papers graded this morning. Try to get caught up with everything, but... Um, yeah, all in all, things are groovy. I hope things are groovy for you too. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the uh, me talking to myself in the car on my way home. One dude in a car talking shop, which is a reference to comedians and cars getting coffee, which I think is a fantastic show by Jerry Seinfeld on Netflix. But that's neither here nor there. Um, things are still pretty groovy. Uh, you know, it's strange to think that we're only like three weeks out from Thanksgiving break. Um, you know, it feels like the year has gone by really quickly. Um, made a pivot today. I was going to have a quiz on Friday while I'm gone. But I just can't get through the stuff that I want to get through with my kids and feel good about, um, feel good about giving them a quiz on Friday. It's just not, not where I'm at. Um, it's just not really where I'm at, but all in all, you know, I really have tried to take into account as I've been talking with my kids about these expectations, um, of really trying to acknowledge some of the kids that I've had strained relationships, some of the things that they've said. Um, and I don't need to like go really into it, but even just with one class today, my last period, you know, I was saying to them, the more they do a good job of, you know, reining it in when I ask them to, the less I have to get mad and you know, maybe overreact to certain things. And I really kind of talked to him. And I saw that really kind of like hit home for a bunch of them. Like, hey, you know, he's willing to, you know, acknowledge what we said and how we feel. And, and I think that just really makes a big difference. I want to make sure that my kids know that I'm open um, to criticism and that I'm looking for feedback and that it's something that is important for me to continue to evolve as a person and as a teacher and um, even with just some of my most squirrely kids 
And when I say squirrely, I really mean the kids that are the attention seekers. The more that I can kind of acknowledge them and bring the best of what they do kind of into the room, the better off things will be, I feel like. Um, and the more likely I will be to continue to have those positive relationships. Um, and I just got this one kid, um, a kid I've talked about a lot. I haven't named him. I'm not gonna, but it just really starts to feel like that he's looking for, a, you know, a, a, a mentor or someone just to pay attention to. He's just always doing stuff to to get my attention and to, you know, get me to look over at him. So I'm gonna try to give him a little bit of love where I can in positive ways and for positive reasons. And I think the more I do that, the more the relationship will grow and I won't have to deal with as many problems as I've dealt with in the past. And I think we're at a good point where he knows that I am not making it personal about him and that he's not making it personal about me. But it's just that point where we, you know, can't, You know, we can't act the way we've been acting. I think that's really where it's at. So tomorrow, I'm gonna do something I don't normally do, which is just like a big vocab day, um, kind of a big notes day, and really just um, take the time to, to do the things that I want to do. And just some not being on notes, not being on talking to kids and having them you know, write a bunch of stuff down, but I know that writing's important, so I just really am trying to do what I can for the kids that want to write, have that creative spot, and, and to do those things, um, but I'm feeling pretty good about the space that I'm in, you know, five days from my anniversary, which seems crazy to me, but been a wild year filled with a lot of change and a lot of you know ups and downs and it's been beautiful like just really in this space to work on the things that I need to work on and to grow as a person and you know it's impossible to quantify all the things that have made a difference and all the changes that I've made but I know that the work I've done over the past few years is really starting to pay off and I see it with my personal life, I see it with my family, I see it with my wife, I see it with my kids, I see it with my colleagues. Um, and it's, you know, even with just trying to be healthier, I see it starting to make a difference. So I'm, I'm happy about that. I'm really, really proud of the way that I've worked and the things that I've done. and want to just continue to, to put that work in and to make a difference. The one thing I know I got to do um, on a personal level to ensure that I'm continuing to do the things that I should be and that I want to be is to start writing expectations for myself. Like I have the expectations for kids. Um, you know, I, I, I want to phrase it to myself, you know, that I'll respect respect my learning environment, respect the craft, you know, stuff like that. But for me, I got to make it tangible. Um, you know, I, 
really been a lot less um, enamored with Instagram lately. I know that I waste time on YouTube, so I gotta cut that. But I know that I gotta get back into Instagram, and I, you know, and even look at what the other ones are to, you know, bring our message. I think that's one thing that I gotta commit to is, as Will says, you gotta wag your own tail. Um, it's a poor dog that won't wag its own tail, and it's a poor frog that won't praise its own. Will always says so. Got to be better about sharing the message because I think what we have will make a difference. I think what we've worked on is something important and it's special. And, and I think it would work to do those things that we wanted to do, which is you know improve the classroom, and help teachers stay in the profession. And to give kids better teachers through and through. So that's where I'm at. That's how I feel on this Tuesday, November 2nd. Hope everybody's well. Good morning, everybody. What's going on? It is the 4th of November. Of course, I did not change out the battery yesterday, so I talked for like maybe a minute, and then the battery died, so this is my first little car talk in the last few days, um, last day of the week for me, I am in the process of getting ready to go on my, keep saying honeymoon, but that's not the right word, my anniversary little trip, I'm going to take a little weekend trip to northern Minnesota with my wife, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, it'll be the first time in a while we've gotten away, just the two of us. Um, really, every time all summer we went places, it was always with other people, which is lovely and wonderful and fantastic. Um, but it's going to be nice to spend some time together. It's an area we're familiar with. Um, Year where our summer cabin trip takes place. Um, so we're looking forward to doing that. Um, kind of struggling to figure out what I want to do with my kids tomorrow while I was gone. I, I really have wanted to talk with them about, you know, the, the Republican versus Democrat perspective on taxes, but maybe that's not even the right way to do it, because I'm really talking about the role of government in economics. So I think kind of backdoor, I came back to what I originally had wanted to talk about was the 2008 financial crisis and how that event um, really shaped like an entire time period, how that banking crisis had an impact on our entire economy and also then focus on the decision that was made to bail out some of these big banks. And, you know, maybe towards the end you go into how these banks were given bailouts and then their CEOs paid themselves bonuses and, you know, that, that particular kind of stuff. Um, but I think that's what I'm going to go with. 
Um, I, I don't want to punt tomorrow out because of, you know, I got a limited number of days with my kids and I don't really want to punt on any of the days that I have. Um, but I am going to try to make the job that our in-house sub has as easy as possible tomorrow um, and give my kids the best chance to be successful. So I think I will open it up for them uh, today and then let them know, okay, here is your job over the course of these next blah, 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 blah class periods to know, to make sure that they know that this is what they need to be doing. Um, I haven't told them yet that I'm going to be gone, um, but I think they'll probably be okay with it. There'll be a few kids I think will miss me, but um, all in all, I think things are pretty groovy. I got a pretty good next couple of weeks coming up um, in which I'm going to be... Um, you know, working on some economic stuff, working on some government stuff. Uh, I'm pretty pumped for this activity we got going in a couple weeks. It's their project right before the Thanksgiving break. Um, it's called There's an App for That. Uh, and I think what I'm going to have my do is just basically the apps that help people better understand government and economics. Um, is what I really want to do with it. So, um, yeah, that's really what I'm looking forward to. And you know, I've said this a few times on these sessions that it's, it, it definitely feels like this year has gone much faster than other years I've been a part of. Um, sorry, there's a person that's kind of like slowing down for no reason right in front of me. Um, uh, yeah, it just feels like this year has gone substantially faster than any year I've been a part of. Um, and I don't know that it's even just like a school year kind of thing as much as it is just life seems to be, in the words of Ferris Bueller, moving pretty fast. Um, you know, with, you know, having a combination of, you know, three nieces and two nephews with one more coming in March and, you know, all my, the majority of my friends have kids now and their lives are moving fast. It's, it just seems like everything's going fast lately. Um, but it's a good part of life. Uh, we got so much work we want to do. Wilkie and I are just really kind of getting back in the groove of understanding what it is we want to do and where we want to be. Um, and I'm, I'm really happy with where I'm at. I've talked a little bit, you know, these on this particular week sessions earlier in the week about feeling good about the work that I put in, uh, you know, on a lot of the different phases of my life. I'm seeing the small changes that I've made um, in my life start to make a difference. Like, um, in terms of my health, 
I'm very much a sweets person. I enjoy sweets. I enjoy uh, candy and especially candy and ice cream. Um, but I'm had gotten to a point where, you know, being out of the classroom for the majority of a year and a half, I had gotten pretty stationary and I wanted to make some changes. And I know that being back in a school in my classroom and, you know, having to go up four flights of stairs every day to get to my classroom has helped my health. But, you know, I've gotten to a point where now I'm about 10 pounds down from what I was at my heaviest over the last, you know, year-ish. And it's, it's just that choice, you know, like when I'm at school, avoiding the elevator. Um, and Brittany and I made a conscious decision to say we're only going to have a, you know, dessert or snack three days a week. And it's funny because I, I feel like we're having it even less than three days a week. Um, I feel like we are, are doing a lot better. Um, I feel... I don't necessarily know that my body feels healthier. I feel pretty good overall. Uh, but on that easiest metric, which is weight, I can see the numbers coming down and I can just tell by the way I look. And this is kind of the thing that my wife says too about her health. It's, you know, the test is how do our, how do our clothes fit? Um, and that's really where we're both trying to work towards is feeling like our clothes fit and, and we're doing that. So um, all in all, I, I think that's the thing I really feel this week is that, you know, a lot of the decisions I've been making are, are starting to pay dividends. A lot of the decisions I've been making are, are starting to really make a difference in the areas that I want them to. Um, I know I got to get back into a regular meditation habit. Um, it was a lot easier when I had the Headspace app because then I just did everything on that app. But it's another place where, you know, I'm trying to work on what I want to do because there's plenty of good meditation out on the internet and there's plenty of Plenty, plenty of, sorry, just at a weird intersection. Um, there's plenty of just being able to set a timer on my phone for seven, eight, nine minutes and sit in silence. I mean, you don't need a meditation app or somebody to guide you to just sit in that quiet space and, and take some time. I know that's a part that I got to get back into. Um, but all in all, I think things are really trending in the right direction. And things are really in a spot where I've accepted that Wilkie and I will never go viral. Like, we're never going to have that one big flash in the pan moment that's going to change everything and I should have never expected because Wilkie's been using the word organic from the day we started working together 
as to how we want to build the work that we do. Um, you know, it can look back and it can feel like I haven't done anything in the seven years that Will and I have been working together that, you know, we haven't really created or made anything because, you know, we don't have the biggest teacher podcast. You know, we haven't written a book. We're not the most sought after for professional development. And I mean, I don't know how many different iterations of our book and professional development and the podcast and all these different things we've done, how, how, um, how much of an effect it's had on us. And, you know, it, from the outside, it can look like we haven't done anything, but all of those iterations have brought us really to a core foundation of who we are and the core foundation of what we have to share with the teaching community and what we can do to move that community forward. And ultimately, by moving that community forward, we will provide a better future for our kids and for our country and we'll do our part to make change. And that's really where it's at for us. Um, and that's um, that's where I'm proud to be. You know, it's it can whether it's my health or our development or this book or our podcast or whatever it is, it can be really easy to look at it and say that we haven't done anything. It hasn't been successful, but you know we've done a lot and we've stuck with this for four years and we're not always the most consistent we're not always the most up to date but we're continuing to do something we're continuing to move forward even just me with this little session I don't I don't know if anybody's ever going to listen to it uh, but I know it is making a difference for me in being able to reflect and being able to bring some perspective to my life. I think that's really important. So I'm going to jump off for here for this morning. Uh, today you're going to review some vocabulary with my kids and then introduce uh, this idea of the financial crisis. Um, I think the question, I'm going to ask them to start on the warm-up will be about the funds that the government gave out for the pandemic and how they thought those funds were either misused or used properly or could have been used better or whatever it might be. So that's where we're at. So hope everybody's great. Talk soon. What's up everybody? It is Thursday of November and this is going to be my last entry for the week. I am off tomorrow to go celebrate my keeps thinking honeymoon but honeymoon is not the answer. Anniversary is the answer I'm looking for. We are going out for our anniversary, going out of town for a couple days, going up to a resort in Iswa, Minnesota. Which is not far from where our uh, annual cabin trip is. So we're excited for that. Gonna 
have a nice dinner tomorrow and do some shopping, hang around, have a few beers and just chill and do our thing. So I'm, I'm pumped for that. It's going to be really nice to be away. Like I said earlier, we haven't been, haven't been out of Dodge for quite a while. Um, so looking forward to that. Uh, I'm also, you know, looking forward to just having an, another, hold on, please. All right. I think I'm back. Um, my wife had to call me for the third time in like five and a half minutes because we have been trying to catch and relocate squirrels, red ones to be exact, at our house. And we've caught three and relocated them, which is fantastic. But apparently we caught a gray squirrel today, which is not the ones we want to catch because the red ones burrow into our house, which we definitely don't want. Um, the gray ones do not, but apparently right after I got done talking to my wife and started talking with y'all, um, a, uh, red squirrel then decided it would show up and, like, try to investigate the trap, and my wife was freaking out because the red squirrel, she wants some coffee, so I don't know what to tell ya, but... I don't have any idea what I was saying prior. Um, I think I was talking about something having to do with our anniversary and getting out of Dodge and all that jazz, but I'll just kind of skip to. Um, had a good conversation with my kids today. Had them read just a basic article about what the government had spent its money on um, during COVID when it, you know, supported and did relief bills. Um, so that way tomorrow when I'm gone, they can um, watch a document, first part of a documentary on the 2008 financial, financial crisis and compare how the relief spending was used at that time um, compared to how it has been used over the last year and um, really just again trying to reinforce the connection between government and economics and help them see that those things are intertwined um, no matter what the country is or what the society is they are very very connected so um, that's where I'm at with that today um, second really good week again of having kids that were no major problems, no major issues, no major headaches to deal with. So um, that's really encouraging, uh, especially because it's, you know, getting to be that time of the year where things start to get a little tougher and kids get a little, a little squirrelier. But I really feel like, I don't know, I'm not going to try to pretend like I know exactly what I did get the situation solved, but I, I feel like I did well to, to continue to build on those relationships and work with the kids and be doing the things that I know will help the relationship relationships long term. Um, we still um, are having, I don't want to say issues, issues not the right word, but there are just certain kids that were having a hard time um, 
knowing how to have a conversation. Um, there are just certain students um, of color who I, I just struggle as not a person of color to know how to approach the conversation from a place of you know respect and empathy. And I gotta say, I'm a little hesitant because it has, you know, kind of blown up in my face so many times. Um, but I know that that's not a good excuse or a good reason not to, not to try to have that conversation, not to try to make that connection, and just understand. I mean, this particular student has a habit of calling other students of color light-skinned or mixed or dark-skinned or you're my light-skinned brother or you're my dark-skinned and it's just um it's even making those students that they say that to uncomfortable uh, it, it really is um, just something that we're trying to wrap our head around um and then the weird thing was today she came in with a note card that she had written about herself saying she was a white and I didn't really know how to respond to that either. So it's just, I think the big thing for me is to not, not let fear or not let awkwardness or embarrassment prevent me from having the conversation and just trying to continue to build, um, build that relationship and build that trust to have a conversation and just get to a better understanding of where this particular student is at. That is something I've tried to really be better about over the last um, the last couple weeks is really being open to where the kids are at and acknowledging where the kids are at and letting that be a part of, not just a part of the discussion, but really lead the discussion. Um, so yeah, I mean, all in all, things have been really good. Um, I don't figure I'm gonna get a ton of work done over the weekend. I'm gonna try to get a bunch done tomorrow in the morning we're not going to leave until nine, probably like noon so i'm gonna get up my same time at five to about an hour and a half of work until breakfast and then i'm gonna do a little more work get my oil changed at eight and then um, hopefully have enough time to then get a run in uh, it's going to be really nice tomorrow um, go for a run i haven't been able to do that for a little bit and then have a quick lunch and then take off. Get up there somewhere, have a have a coffee, have a beer, chill out, hang out. We can't check in until like 4.30s. So we'll do that. But, um, you know, really just looking forward to the opportunity to be away. Like I said, my wife and I haven't really been away much lately. Or, you know, even really um, since the pandemic has started, we haven't been away much when it's just been the two of us so this will be the you know really the first time we've done something just the two of us since our honeymoon um in march so all in all things are pretty darn groovy um like i said really happy with the work i've been putting in and the difference that it's making um, you know in a lot of different areas of my life so like i said this morning i gotta get back into that uh meditation habit, that quiet time habit, whatever you want to call it, that space habit um, of 
just not getting caught up, not getting fixated on the urgent, um, but really staying focused on what's important. Getting the job. That's where I'm at. That's where I want to be. So hope uh, this message finds you well. If there's ever anything I can do for you, if there's ever any questions, things, you know, Will and I can address for you, please just reach out. Add value, add value on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Hope you're having a great day.